Hello, I'm Maggie Rose and these are Tales from Here Beyond. This is a fantasy podcast of stories which will take you far away to other worlds to help you sleep, to help you relax or just to leave this world for a short while. These are episodes that can be listened to in any order at any time or you can listen to them in order and let the stories and the mysteries of the world unravel as you go. This series is called The Moonless World, in a land of mountains and moors and mysterious lakes, in a time before the stars where the only light was the moon and her gentle glow, and how one day she suddenly disappears and leaves the world in darkness and fear. So settle in, get comfortable, and come with me on a tale from here beyond. The Lord of the Lake Once, the man had been very sick. Everyone had agreed that he was not far from death. His beloved had despised the idea, and so she suggested that they seek out a fearsome legend, a fire, a wild blue fire with the power to grant wishes. So she set out to find the fire. After years and years, she had finally heard a whisper of the location of the fire, and so, together, they had travelled across wild plains, through tangled woods and treacherous paths. All the while she had supported his weight, held his hand and comforted him through the pain and misery of travel. Finally, they had come to a dark copse, beyond which a bright blue light had flickered and flared. The moon had been tucked behind a cloud, unaware of the goings-on down on the land, and the man's beloved stepped through the trees. The man had leant against a mossed-over stump, too weary and exhausted to go any further. He had known, in that moment, that he was not far from dying. The moon peeked out from behind the dark cloud, a wink of bright silvery light, and then she was gone. The man's breath had stuttered. Through the trees he had heard his beloved speak. She had said, I wish that he would not die, in her clear, sharp voice. There had been a rumble, a strange, low rumble, words the man could not catch, too far away, too deep, too incomprehensible to a dying man. Then his beloved had said, Yes, loud and crystalline. The man had watched the tree line through lidded, watery eyes and he saw the blue light grow suddenly and blindingly and he heard a bellowing roar which started from somewhere in the distance and ended in his own ears. He had clamped his hands over his ears as he felt as though the sound was drowning him, pulling him deep into murky, swirling waters, a deafening, thundering roar. And suddenly, it was gone. And then the man had felt something he had not felt in a long time. He felt well and whole, and he knew that he was no longer dying. With his renewed energy, the man ran through the copse to find his beloved, but what he found was an empty, blackened clearing. There was no fire, and there was no beloved. The man had made his slow way back to his home, confused, sad, but alive, very alive. He had spent many years trying to find his beloved, but he could not find her. So he instead looked for the fire, but it seemed to hide. It had taken years to find it in the first place, and now 
it had moved on, and there was no way to find out where. But in his pursuit, the man learnt that the fire only granted wishes in exchange for a life, and so he knew then that his beloved was dead in order that he could be alive. The man was heartbroken. He spent another few years in a heavy gloom, and it slowly began to dawn on the man that he did not appear to age as his friends and family did. They were dying of old age, and the man still looked young, almost as young as he did when his beloved had died. Through the years, he amassed a great wealth, and so he decided upon a plan. He went to a lake that his beloved had once loved, and he began to build. He built a village, which became a town, and then a city. He was the lord of the lake, and he did not die. He saw families begin and end. He saw loves lost, and he saw them found. He saw it all from his years on the lake. He saw his city slowly empty, until it became a ramshackle group of fisherfolk huts. And then one day, suddenly, nothing, once again. But he was still the lord of the lake and he did not die, and he did not leave. He sat on the shore, and he watched the water lap against the sand, while the moon hung high overhead, and he sat there for years. One day, the moon disappeared. The Lord noticed, and though he could not bring himself to worry, he thought that it seemed strange and wrong. He sat on the shoreline, and he waited for the moon to return. She did not. But the Lord did notice that something else was happening. Ghosts. He began to notice them. At first, just one, then two. And slowly, over the many years, they collected like algae. They did not speak. They simply stared. They seemed to be waiting. But the Lord of the Lake could not tell what for. But then, he thought to himself, he was not sure what he was waiting for either. For many years, the Lord of the Lake sat on the shore with the ghosts, and they all existed in some kind of harmony. Though they did not speak to the Lord, or to anyone, the ghosts were the only company the Lord of the Lake had had in years before the moon disappeared, other than the occasional traveller who stumbled upon the ruins of his city by accident. One day, the Lord of the Lake decided it was time. So he got up from his perch, bones creaking and muscles wailing, having been still for so long, and he said goodbye to the lake, for he did not know if he would ever see it again. Then he began to walk. As he left, he noticed something strange. He noticed that the ghost seemed to follow and travel with him. The lord of the lake tried to dissuade them to keep them by the shore, for this was a journey for him alone. But the army of ghosts looked back at him blankly and did not seem to listen. So the Lord of the Lake decided to let them be, let them follow. It made sense, after all, as he was practically one of them. The Lord of the Lake set out on his journey with the ghosts. He had decided it was finally time to find the fire once again, no matter how long it may take. He travelled with his companions through the wilds of the world, They explored forests with strange gnawed lumps and bumps which seemed to move, perhaps, just out of the corner of their eyes. They travelled through valleys carpeted in great swathes of flowers in all different colours which bent and broke slowly in a breeze which the Lord of the Lake nor the ghosts could feel. 
they finally wandered through an area of land which was scattered with ancient buildings which had crumbled and fallen, and finally simply lay in wait. The Lord of the Lake and the ghosts wandered through this land, searching for the fire. Then one day, through the gloom, he spotted a distant blaze of blue. But he and the ghosts had existed for a long time now, and they knew not to get their hopes up at the first sign of relief. So they walked further, and the blaze of blue grew larger and brighter until the Lord of the Lake was certain that this was the fire he had come to seek out. He approached the fire, and the ghosts waited nearby, for they knew it was not their business, but they were still close. The Lord of the Lake finally spoke to the fire, and he said, Fire, you have made me immortal, but this is not what I want. The fire flickered and clicked with its blaze. It is not often that someone who has received a boon from me comes back, it said. It is not often that a person is able to. The Lord of the Lake was sure that the fire had somehow licked its lips in that moment and he found, for the first time in more years than he could count, he felt something. He was nervous. Fire, said the Lord of the Lake. My beloved wished for my ill health to be reversed many years ago, and I never saw her again. I did become well again, but I have also never died. I have already lived forever, and I am tired to keep doing so. The fire flickered thoughtfully. I see, it said, eventually. So what is it? You wish to die? The ghost from behind the Lord of the Lake bristled. He was not sure that that was what he wished for. He had seen death many times over. Loved ones, strangers, compatriots, friends, acquaintances, they all died eventually. But the Lord of the Lake had never wished to join them. He had only ever had one wish. I wish to see her again, he said. I wish to see my beloved. The fire continued to crackle and the Lord wondered whether it had even heard him. She is dead, said the fire, after a while. It continued. Many are dead, all who ask anything of me. They die in my flames. It is the price one must pay for my service. The Lord of the Lake knew she was dead, had always known. He felt another emotion for the first time in many, many years. He felt sad. So there is no way, he asked the fire. The fire said, she has crossed the lake to where the dead go. The Lord of the Lake looked to the ghosts who gathered nearby. Is that where these sorry souls should have gone to, he asked. Yes, growled the fire, and without the moon's light, they will never find their way. The Lord of the Lake considered this. And so, he said, until the moon returns... I shall never see my beloved. Indeed, said the fire. The lord of the lake and the fire watched each other, each not sure what the other wanted from him. Finally, the lord said, And you? Do you feel the moon's loss? The fire's flames were quiet for a moment, and then it said, Without the moon, the world has lost its balance. Without the moon, there is nothing to keep us in check. The Lord nodded. Perhaps he understood. Perhaps he did not. Perhaps it did not matter. He nodded at the fire. 
The fire flickered. Then the Lord of the Lake continued walking. His ghosts followed. This time he had no purpose. He simply wanted to experience more of the world. He wanted to learn more stories, to memorise more colours, textures, sights. He wanted to remember it all, and then sometime, when the moon would return, he would find the fire, or perhaps the fire would find him. And finally, after the many thousands of years, the Lord of the Lake would return to his beloved, and he would tell her all about it. Thank you for listening to this story from the Moonless World. I want to thank James at Big Dog Studios for editing the episode. And join me next week for another story in this series of Tales from Here Beyond. And if you have any friends, relatives or loved ones that you think would enjoy this podcast, please share it with them. I'm Maggie Rose and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Tales with Maggie and on Patreon. See you next week in the Here Beyond. <laughs>